Hey everyone, I'm Marcus Staples, and this is Unpacking the Theology, the show that unpacks the reason behind the rhyme in Christian hip-hop. On today's show, we will be unpacking the second verse of Curtis' voice Allen song, The Christ, from his album Christ the King from Lightswitch Productions. In part one, we covered the first verse, which recounts Jesus' disciples coming to recognize him as the Messiah. Today, we will be discussing the second verse, where some of the people begin to murmur that he might be the promised Christ. I should also note from the first verse that while Jesus didn't directly say, yes, I am the Christ, to Peter's answer to his question, in warning them not to tell anyone, he was confirming their confession. So if anyone says Jesus never claimed to be God, here you have an example to the contrary. Now, verse 2, it covers John chapter 7, verses 1 through 31. In this text, we see Jesus headed to the Feast of Booths, that is, the Feast of Tabernacles, or Pentecost. So this event would be taking place just under a year before the crucifixion, as the Feast of Booths takes place 50 days after the Passover. So, let's start by reading verses 1-9. through 9. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He would not go about in Judea, because the Jews there were seeking to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of the booths was at hand. His brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, that your disciples also may see the works you are doing. For no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus said to him, My time is not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me that I testify about it, that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to the feast, for my time is not yet fully come. After this saying, he remained in Galilee. Now, for those of you who aren't quite familiar with the geography of the area, Galilee is north of Judea, separated by Samaria. This would be in the northern region of the land of Israel, uh, around the Sea of Galilee. This is where Jesus grew up. Something that you should keep in mind in this text is the word brothers here refers to Jesus' relatives. This could include his cousins or other close family relatives that grew up in the area and lived around him. As they travel to the feasts together, usually uh, by family and by town. Also, they didn't at this point believe that Jesus was actually the Christ. So they were kind of egging him on, rather than being sincere about having him show who he was to his disciples, which would be his general followers that were now meeting in Jerusalem, not necessarily his inner circle, who usually traveled with him. Also note that later, some of his relatives, like James and Jude, would come to faith in him. So let's move on to verses 10 through 13. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private. The Jews were looking for him at the feast, saying, Where is he? And there was much muttering about him, while some said, He is a good man. Others, No, he is leading people astray. Yet, for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. Jesus was kind of a forbidden topic in Jerusalem, and this is because the religious leaders hated and despised him. They held control over the people, and the people feared them. That is why they were reduced to murmuring about him amongst themselves in small groups instead of speaking about him openly. Still, this didn't stop the people from looking forward to his coming and his teaching as he had done this for the last few years in the temple during the feasts. Furthermore, it didn't stop some of these people from believing in him, as we'll see later. Let's go on. About the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and began teaching. 
The Jews therefore marveled, saying, How is it that this man has learned when he has never studied? So Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone's will is to do God's will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why do you seek to kill me? The crowds answered, You have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? Jesus answered them, I did one work, and you all marvel at it. Moses gave you circumcision, not that it is for Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise man on the Sabbath. If on the Sabbath a man receives circumcision, so that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because on the Sabbath I made a man's whole body well? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. First off, they questioned Jesus' credentials. It was Jewish custom to study under a priest of recognition and pass along the things he taught when you taught the people. This was another reason Jesus' teachings were so different from others, as he taught on his own authority, not the authority of a teacher. You can see this in Luke 20. Jesus never studied under any of the famous rabbis, yet still had amazing knowledge and understanding of the scripture, which is why the people said he never studied. He answers the people saying he has an authority, and that authority is God, not man. This would be a hard teaching to the Jews. There's more to unpack in this text regarding Jesus' healing of the paralytic on the Sabbath, but for the sake of time and the subject at hand, I'll sum it up in a quote from John Calvin. Circumcision was properly held by them in reverence, and when it was performed on the Sabbath day, they knew that the law was not violated by it, because the works of God agree well with each other. Why do they not arrive at the same conclusion as to the work of Christ, but because their minds are preoccupied by prejudice which they have formed against his person? work of Christ being the healing of the paralytic. This teaching was clearly effective with the people, as we'll see when we read on. Verse 25. Some of the people in Jerusalem therefore said, Is this not the man whom they seek to kill? And here he is, speaking openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that he is the Christ? But we know where this man is from, and when the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. So Jesus proclaimed, as he taught in the temple, you know me, and you know where I am from, but I have not come of my own accord. He who sent me is true, and him you do not know. I know him, for I come from him, and he sent me. So they were seeking to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Yet many of the people believed in him. They said, When the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? It is the inaction of the rulers in light of the forementioned fact that they despised and sought to kill Jesus that sparks the interest of him as the Messiah. Nevertheless, the people try to use their limited and misunderstanding knowledge of Scripture to convince themselves of what they already preconceived in their minds. That would be that the Christ had come from somewhere unknown, or even he would come from Bethlehem. Yet, they know he is from Galilee, so he could not possibly be the Christ. Jesus' authoritative response to their doubts, however, shocks the people, and therefore we see the first confession of Christ's possible deity among the masses. Note that the signs that people refer to aren't just Jesus' miracles, but his teachings as well. So there you have it. We have seen two instances of Jesus' deity shown in Scripture, and summarized in Curtis Voice Allen's track, The Christ. You can find this and more great tracks about Christ and his works as Messiah on his album, Christ the King. 
You can find a link to purchase it on our website, unpackingthetheology.wordpress.com. As always, if there are any songs you would like us to unpack, please leave us a note in the comment section of our website. Or you can find us on Google+. Just use the link on our site or find us by searching plus Unpacking the Theology. We hope you join us for our next Unpacking. Thank you and God bless. The question is, who do you say that he is?